0: Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here with Mark West of FISERV, who's going to be presenting at the BAI Payments Connect conference here in Las Vegas. Mark, some of what we've been talking about this morning revolves around the challenges that organizations face and that would be primarily banking institutions when it comes to integrated personal payments. Could you give me some perspective about what the challenges are there?
1: Well, one of the challenges that all banks face are they have to have consumer services And given what's going on in the market today with other choices for payments like PayPal or Venmo or um, Square, for example, the banks need a compelling offer that will allow consumers to move money to whomever they want, whenever they want, but also in a highly secure and a highly, if you will, protected way. On top of that all, consumers are just very interested in real time. They want money moved now, not three days, not five days not you know at the speed of the traditional banking systems. To pull that all together though, it requires an end-to-end systems approach. Because if you think about moving money from your account to somebody else's account, whether it's you paying a bill, you transferring money to another account that you have in another bank, or you just sending money to your babysitter, all of those things have an inordinate amount of complexity. It needs to get to the right place, it needs to get to the right account. You need to be able to verify that the account it went to was the right account that was owned by the right person. <laughs> there was an open account. So there's a lot that goes into that. And we're real believers in this integrated payments approach, which says end-to-end we make sure it got to where it needed to, when it needed to, and we're able to prove it.
0: Mark, something that you mentioned earlier, and I think you've touched on it a bit here, perhaps you could elaborate, is this challenge that banking institutions face when it comes to balancing consumer choice with security as well as regulatory compliance.
1: Yes. So when I mentioned end-to-end, one of the things that we focused on Seven by twenty-four, three hundred sixty-five days a year, is actual understanding about what it takes to identify, secure, and deliver, and then provide all the audit information. Why that matters? Are banks today, unlike many other institutions, are undergoing an increasing amount of regulatory oversight. So, for example, the OCC recently came out with a new set of rules around banks having to know their vendors' capabilities, much like Sarbanes-Oxley required CEOs to sign off that they knew their business's processes and provide. at evidence as part of their role. Banks are undergoing that same set of oversight and increasing oversights today. So we spend a fair bit of energy, again, focused on this concept of, while we have an open network and we partner with people and products and other registries, our goal is to make sure end-to-end that system works and that a bank can stand behind it, not only to their customers, but also to the regulators and other parties that are interested in that information.
0: Mark, we've talked a lot about mobile payments when it comes to, I don't want to just refer to it as P2P, but it's these personal payments that you're talking about, and mobile always seems to come up in that discussion. And a lot of the challenge that banking institutions have faced is how do they integrate mobile payments into their infrastructure? And I think part of what FISERV and perhaps others are doing with integrated payments is just eliminating that need to consider integration at all because it doesn't really matter what device you're using.
1: That's a really good question. There are two parts to it. One is from the system's perspective. Can you have the mobile device work as if it's a known device, especially in regards to your bank account? And so uh, when you think about how you build that, it takes a lot of detailed product-level work. You know, you just don't have a mobile app sitting on a, a mobile device. So, for example, we have an entire mobility suite where we integrate all of our personal payment capabilities into it, and it brings with it, those personal payments bring that element of yeah, but everything you know and trust works exactly the same when it's delivered to the consumer this way. One other point, though, I'd like to add on top of this, I think it's important. When you think mobile, most mobile consumers focused on instant, real-time, because you're on your mobile device. You don't want to wait three, four, five days for the money to move from point to point. So as part of our evolving product set now, we're also moving forward, like when you think of mobile first, and and our platform, we're leading with a real-time first approach. So all of the processes that I mentioned, the end-to-end systems work, the end-to-end audit oversight, the know-your-customer rules, the knowledge-based authentication rules, those are being built into a set of capabilities that are launching right now in the market around real-time first so that you could send money to somebody else instantly and have it available for them to use in their account. To do that, as you can imagine, isn't as simple as just taking the current products and making them work faster. So when we go about this increased oversight for the banks, the increased complexity on consumer demand, and the consumers can find their needs met in non-bank ways, and you add on top of it this absolute I need it there now, it's a very complex system to put together. So that's how we focus on it. It's an end-to-end system. We take this open network approach so we can partner with key people and provide consistency over that and make sure we can provide the evidence and support the banks so they can say, yeah, we trust this works exactly as it does every time, not just every now and then or within a particular product.
0: And one advantage mark to this open network that you were talking about is the fact that it helps to facilitate these intra-bank interactions, intra-bank payments not just within one institution but it could be a payment that's going to a customer somewhere
1: else. Uh, let me share with you the size of just our P2P network for example. In our P2P network today we have over 56 million consumers, not only within the bank but also on our .com site, com that site works with the same protections and securities as it does within the banking environment. So when you think about the size of the consumer and the mix of the consumer and that dynamic, when we talk about an open network, that's what we focus on, is not where does the consumer connect into the network, but when the consumer connects in, that they're treated absolutely world class on things like, my information is protected, I know the money got there, I trust that if there's a problem I can call somebody, compliance risk, anti-money laundering rules that go into it, we operate all those for the banks that we work with and other partners.
0: Mark, I'd like to thank you again for your time today.
1: Thank you very much, Tracy.
0: Again, we've just heard from Mark West of FISERV. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.